You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. The only people for me are the mad ones. The world is filled with the boring and the barely conscious. The misery loves company. But we don't have to live this way. Jessica and I are here to talk to those the system rejects, to radicals and thought criminals. The ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing, but push the boundaries of acceptable discourse. Those who stare reality in the face and dare it to be different. History isn't made by the timid, and fun is not had by the perpetually afraid. We are the mad ones. So let's get to it. The soup canarchist, the I think Chili is a stew archist herself, Miss Jessica Green. Hello. How are you doing, Jessica? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> How about yourself? I am tired because I have... I have five children and three of them at this moment are sick and it may be a fourth, but I don't know yet for sure. I won't know that yeah. until I get off of this, I have um, not. but I, I, I ha- I'm on my second Red Bull, so I think I'm going to make it. Um, <laughs> uh, but dear audience, joining us today within this demented realm of madness and off limit jokes is an, it's someone you may recognize. You may know him from his fire tweets, his playing of the video games, or from commentary you can find on his YouTube or Twitch. A member of our very exclusive and sexy commentariat, coming straight <laughs> straight to us from the dojo, is your boy, Perky Biscuits. Hello. How you doing, that was, man? That was, that was quite an intro. Yeah. I, I, that is one of my favorite things that I do every week, is write the intro. It's like a fishing story. It actually gets bigger every time. (laughs) Hey, I mean, if if you got to flaunt it. Right, right. (laughs) Five kids. You got five kids. I have five children. That's rough. I mean, it's it's exhausting. Exhausting. You know, they they are cute. So, you know, mostly works out. I mostly (laughs) don't want to kill them in their sleep. You know, I guess I guess that's mostly what being a parent is about. Well, it's, I've told Jessica this before. I used to work at Books A Million. And at one point, this little girl, tiny little girl, at that point in my life, I was probably 19, maybe the cutest girl I'd ever seen. Little little toddler thing. And I, and she was screaming and yelling and just acting, as we we say in the South, just acting ugly. Yeah. And uh, I looked at my manager and I said, man, you know, if God didn't make him cute, we'd kill him. <laughs> And that dude looked at me and he goes, I don't believe in God. <laughs> wow. I was like, that's Thanks. what you got from that? An asshole. Thanks, Ray. How do you ruin a, how do you ruin a wonderful statement like that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. So to get started, you're on Twitch. Uh, I, I like to think of you as the kind of apolitical um pushes up against the grain PewDiePie in our circle. Um our, well, our- I did I did stream the insurrection that one day. <laughs> it was hilarious. That was a <laughs> hilarious day. That was um, the best day. It was so I, much fun. Yes, it Every, was. Everybody was so upset. They were crying. <laughs> what was funny Cam about that day? Online. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, Cam wasn't online for like the first half of the day, and I was so upset. I was like, if he misses this whole thing, it's the best day. And I don't know, you were doing some adult shit, but you finally got online, and I was like, the best day is happening. <laughs> it, Actually, I had a really good day the other day, too. We both did. 
what was it that was oh was it international women's day just went off all day and it was just oh it was international women's day and then there was the the super straight the other day which yeah was so much fun what's funny is i told jessica not to look it up because we're about to talk about super straight and i didn't i heard some things but i avoided it (laughs) coming in fresh have you gone into the super straight thing on your your feeds and stuff yet? Me? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's here's the time. Here's the time to talk about super straight. So, super straight, you are a a straight man, I assume. Yeah. Based on your cadence and calling people retards, that's what we do. I mean, don't um, let the the pink lights and general <laughs> demeanor fool you. <laughs> but one of the things I, I'm really glad that I got married and had children when I did because it was, you know, I mean, it was it almost eight years ago was when I got married. Uh, I don't um, know. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I don't know why you're this. asking me. I, it, it was, it was more of a rhetorical device. Um, <laughs> but no, it was about eight years ago. And it was like when the kind of conversation about trans women and dating them being, or not dating them started to come up, but it wasn't like big, but like right now, there's a whole load of dudes, teenagers up to, you know, 20s and stuff who are being told that if they only like natural women or biological women, as it were, that they're transphobic, that it's transphobic and you're not allowed to decide who to date based off of their genital configuration, but rather their gender identity. Mm-hmm. And so like, like I would probably be if I was in that part of my life. Like, you know what? How about fuck you? Because what? So on TikTok, are you on TikTok? No. I mean, I I have have an account and I wanted to bully children on there eventually. (laughs) I'm just, I'm going through some things right now. I haven't had time to bully children on another social media. I like how um, you can't be a bully because you're going through things. It's preventing you from getting to I'm who you very, really I'm, are. I'm very busy. My kitchen, no more. I came into this house, beautiful kitchen, gone. Oh, that's because of the flood, right? Well, yeah. It was. Yeah. I came home, river. There was just a pool of water just in the floor. It condolences. Was, As a homeowner, condolences. Did yeah. it happen on International Women's Day? It, it should have because of the patriarchy. I deserved it because I'm a man. <laughs> well, I mean, they just wanted to make sure you could get your, your your wife would get out of the kitchen, right? Mm. <laughs> or girlfriend or whatever. I haven't talked to you about she, this. She was working. <laughs> but on TikTok, um, this one guy, which I'll, I'll pull up this video now, but uh, he, he came up with a solution for the young men who are told that they're transphobic and hate people because they, they want the real deal rather than, you know, some surgically created Frankenstein vagina. Um, so here's the video. Here's, here, here's their, your first taste, Jessica. Yo guys, I made a new sexuality now, actually. It's called super straight, okay? Since straight people or straight men is myself, I get called transphobic because I wouldn't date a trans woman. You know, they're like, would you date a trans woman? I'm like, no, why? That's a female. Uh, no, like that's not a real woman to me. Like I want real woman. No, you're just transphobic. So now I'm super straight. I only date the opposite gender women that are born women. So you can't say I'm transphobic now because that's just my sexuality, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's just 
the truth. Wait, why is that controversial? Oh, it it's, is. it's not only controversial. That video does no longer exist on his TikTok because he got death threats. Yeah, he got death threats and had it taken off. Well, I thought the entire precept of the LGBTQA non-movement is that sexuality is something that you have no control over. Therefore, it's how you're born and there's nothing you can do about it. So you have to be respected for exactly who you are. So straight sexuality would fall underneath that category. Yeah, that's um, everybody but straight men and women. And actually, <laughs> and like gay men and women. Yeah, gay men. Super, there's super gay men and super yeah. lesbians, which yep. th- this is why it's this event was so wonderful because I got to say super lesbians. What is the technical <laughs> definition of a super lesbian? I got to know. They only want women that were born Natural a woman. Women. Yeah. Super lesbians. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so just, it. Yeah, it's like the the muddying of the waters of sexuality and the way we talk about it is just insane. Yeah. And it's uh, so when he said super straight, I don't think he was thinking in any form of Nazi way. But when you shorten super straight, it's SS. Oh, no. And so, of course, <laughs> the leftists, the uh, the feminists were like, oh, well, you know, this is a bunch of Nazi adjacent right-wing hatred of trans trans people and transphobes. Yeah, I saw they made they made the black orange flag with the SS in the the Nazi letters. Wow. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. They they only have one joke. It's it's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) They're a Nazi. It's 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 a joke and it's not. What it does is it shuts down the uncomfortable confrontation because they'll run through their script. They have like a set of 20 to 10 things that they know how to say in response to anybody. And when those responses don't yield the result that they want, they just say Nazi. And like, because that's the worst thing you can be in our society, that ends the conversation. Okay, you're a Nazi now. Game over. Like, that shit's crazy. Um, The trick is to not play their game and don't let them, don't be like, oh, I'm not a Nazi. You just go, yeah, I don't care. Just go. Yeah, yeah. But but that's what's so crazy about me is it or crazy not about me. That's what's so crazy <laughs> about it for me. That is, you're not like other girls. Is that I'm not like other girls. You? I'm a pick me girl. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's when I hear this argument that you're transphobic or you're not or you, I don't. I don't I, some of the arguments have been ridiculous, but that if you prefer a woman with a homegrown vagina, that you're a bad person. Homegrown vagina. Yeah, <laughs> organic, free range vagina. GMO vagina. Yeah. Or non-GMO or non-GMO, vagina, rather. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but yeah, apparently you're a bad person. And th- there was one, I didn't pull this clip because she's so insufferable to watch, but there's this chick, I think her name is Victoria on TikTok, who was talking about how, you know what, if you're a straight man and you're dating a girl, and you like her, you have sex, the sex is good, and then you find out that she's trans and you don't like her anymore because of that, then you're a transphobe and a bad person. And it's like, well, what if I wanted to have like a fully working uterus in the person that I married so that I could procreate naturally? They don't care. They, that's not an argument. You can adopt is, is the, an, the answer yeah. they pull out. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, an answer that they pull out, but adoption is like so much more difficult than people realize. Like, yeah. it's crazy. They, they make it so hard. There's so many kids that need homes and they make it impossible 
for you know and don't get me wrong they shouldn't just be handing out kids to anybody who wants one you sure about that there should be like puppies on the corner (laughs) yeah like in a box like you're doing good home but when you when you go to, um, in the state, this is a sidetrack, but w- in the state of Georgia, when you go to the adoption website, they have the pictures and the ages up there. It's very much <laughs> like a dog, a dog, a do- like, oh, little Janie is a cute blonde seven year old and she enjoys checkers. And you're like, oh, OK, that you're you're dangerously close to shopping for a human. Yeah. <laughs> but is okay. super straight is the question. It, yeah, well, you know, you're supposed to know at, by three years old exactly who you're going to be as a fully formed uh, adult, as like a self-actualized adult. And you should be allowed, of course, at three years old to choose your gender, even though well, you might think you're a dinosaur the next day. I'm not <laughs> sure. That's, that's the craziest argument. They're going to let children take hormone blockers, but not get tattoos. Right. Yeah. Or so smoke. The, solution, the solution is to let babies get tattoos, of course. That's I'm down. I, mean, I agree with that. I agree. Do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for tattoos. <laughs> I've got a I've got a tattoo appointment on March twenty seventh, by the way. So I'm gonna be doing this arm on the other side of my my rattlesnake. So if you have any ideas or anyone who listens wants to throw up an idea, let me know. Maybe I will actually go with the idea of someone mm. that listens to this show. Someone said a jackalope. What? Do not let the internet choose your tattoo for you. That can only end in tears. And and, well, that's what I thought. And so I kind of sarcastically put it on Twitter. But someone was like, "You should get a jackalope," and I was like, "That's actually a great fucking idea." On the other side of the rattlesnake, that is a good idea. Yeah. Is there like a a story significance to the jackalope and the snake? I am well beyond story at this point with tattoos. Oh, okay. I I just just, there was like a. Maybe there was like an old Native American myth about a jackalope and a snake that I didn't know. You know, there might. I mean, there probably is one. <laughs> probably uh, is but, one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm super white, so you're super white. <laughs> super white. <laughs> but no, like I, I do have different tattoos I want to get for because my family. I like I said, I have five children. Every one of these children, me and my wife, have all been assigned animals in some sense. It started with our because when when me and my wife were dating, she at one point called me a bear and I was like, I'm not a gay man. The fuck are you talking about? And so, you know, I called her a fox and that kind of became a part of our relationship. And then our first son's middle name is Wolf. And so, so everyone had, everyone in my family has a different animal that kind of we, we thought about and chose based on them, who they are, et cetera. And so I'll go through and I'll do those different animals at different points. I may end up doing doing the wolf next um but fucking jackalope would just be tight dude jackalope would be tight they are like, cool. that's just a good idea would you do it in the same art style as the snake yeah dude i'm i i i need to make some changes on what i've got now but i'm moving to american traditional across the board i'm gonna be American traditional everywhere. I just fell in love with it. And I'm like, this is what I want to do with my body for the rest of my life. Of course, Ryan, you don't know who Ryan is, but he's um, my partner in crime when it comes to business and the network that we run and all that. But he's very against tattoos because of heavy metal poisoning. And I'm like, give me that heavy metal poisoning. Dude, I eat, <laughs> I eat sushi, sushi like I'm a crack addict. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyone who listens to this, if you have an idea for a dope ass American traditional tattoo, let me know. Um, but I don't know how we got there. Super straight. Super so, straight. Super straight. 
It's so ridiculous we couldn't even talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, when it came out, they were like, oh, this is harmful towards gay trans people and whatever. And then they sent him death threats to the point where he had to take it down. This was a 16-year-old, by the way. Right. Yeah. He's that a they kid. bullied. Yeah. And so when when uh, Jessica asked me, is this a right versus left thing who started this super straight thing? And I was like, like, I guess the right, if you really want to classify it that way. But this is like young men. <laughs> this is a reaction by people who have sexual preferences that they don't want to be squashed by, you know, the Leviathan, by the cathedral, by all the people who tell them they're wrong and how they should live their lives. We used to joke that it was going to get down to the point of suck the dick or you're a bigot. And we've right. gotten there. We've gotten there. Congratulations, folks. We've gotten there. The it's slippery the slope that, like, has stopped being a fallacy. Yeah. Well, it's become like sci-fi where anything we predict then becomes the future. So we just should just stop giving them ideas because 4chan, <laughs> like, it thinks it's funny. But then the left is like, that's a great one. And then they run with it for real. Yeah, like we've been running with this thing for the past right. how many years? Right. 4chan, right. I, I get it. Congratulations, 4chan. You did a wonderful thing by trolling the universe. But now you can't do this without being a Nazi. Right, you right. can't play a game that we all played in the 90s and the early 2000s yeah. without being called a Nazi. Oh, but nobody there, said it yet? The circle game with the okay in the hand yet. People yeah. listening are probably very confused. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyone who's listening, we are throwing up that, that okay white power symbol. Um, but speaking of white power, there was an older gentleman. I think he's probably my age, maybe a little older, who heard that they were calling, well, older than this 16-year-old, Okay. who heard that they were calling these kids Nazis and white supremacists and transphobes and shit like that. And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a video for the kids, letting them know that this is okay. So I figured I'd share that one as well because it made me laugh. If it'll play, it doesn't look like it wants to. <laughs> it's got dad vibes off that guy. What the play? Looks like he's mid-run. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's, one, he's one of those jogging influencers. <laughs> maybe, maybe i can pull that up in a little bit <laughs> would be my luck um but yeah and so he was just basically saying you know he said uh to all the you history nerds out there that are talking about the ss and nazis these kids don't know about the the nazi secret police and the people who killed all the jews they're just saying super straight and there's nothing wrong if you don't want to marry a girl who once had a dick there's nothing wrong with no, that. No. What's even funnier is I saw one post that had a giant thread. And it was just all the reasons why it was dangerous. And one of them was because you'd never be able to tell the difference, like post-surgery. And I'm like, false. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. I've, I've read the reports. I didn't sleep for a week. Yeah. But I know the truth now not okay it's not yeah. it's nothing like the natural it's well, just not let's get gross for a second here oh, one of the let's... things one of the things that i realized when i met a trans man it always it's always hard for me to say which one is which because it's like your isn't brain it, wants to say the wrong the one final transition so like if it's right, male yeah. the female it's trans woman right yeah. Okay. So I met a wait. No, I have it backwards. Then I met a trans woman. See, 
Um, was a man but, became a woman. But he, he, she, uh, it's hard to put this stuff together, but I was talking to this person and they were letting me know that after you have the surgery to remove the penis, you actually have to have something that you insert inside to keep the hole from healing up. Yeah, you're creating a wound. You're, they, they, they're literally creating a wound. I had to go to the hospital in Walter Reed, so I, I knew a bunch of amputees and stuff. When they have their surgery, it's a wound, and there's very specific things you need to do to make sure that shit heals because your body doesn't like unnatural open holes. The vagina is not that. Yeah, right. no shit. Well, and like, I, you can't I've even also keep heard... your ear pierced without constantly repiercing it with another earring. Like exactly. even that tiny hole will seal up. Same thing with a oh. newly crafted vagina. Another thing, if we have you ever heard on, on Reddit? I'm terrified right now. <laughs> on Reddit, there are a couple of um, subreddits that are like D trans, where there are a lot of people who come together who said, "I went through this." Mm-hmm. And I realized I changed my mind. I have regret. I made a mistake. Oh, no. Oh, and it's 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 a but well, they're all helping each other. Yeah. So it's all okay. it's it's actually all a very positive experience. But it's something that I've scrolled through. I don't recommend scrolling through, though, because you learn of a lot it's, of medical issues that you don't want to learn about. Like, okay. like the the penis at the base of it. It's hairy, just so you know. And so when you tuck that in, hair can come out, well, which is that not something the... you want. Wait, yeah. I thought I thought it was the ball sack. It may be. It's it's something. It's I'm pretty, something that I has am, hair on it. Sorry, yeah, this gets gross. Uh, Mr. Mediker, if you can find the video, has a great video on it. But his channel got mm. removed. But I'll try to find it and say it. Um, Go ahead. It's the ball sack, I believe. Yeah, it's and one you can't of the parts stop that has it. hair. You can't stop it from going hair. And that mm. that. That um, tissue, the ball, just just so you know, ball tissue, very, I'm sure you know, you're a woman who's married, very similar to scrotum tissue. So they utilize it. I'm sorry, ball tissue is very similar to labia tissue. I see. Okay. Okay. I, so like, I was you said, like, you said ball tissue is similar to scrotum tissue. And I was right. like, I, I, had I, had to, I, had to, I had to back up because <laughs> I said the wrong part. But yeah, no, it's very similar to labia tissue. And so they utilize that in that. Um, penis <laughs> removal, um, which I'm mansplaining at the moment. Yeah. Um, but they use that, and so there are so you, many things. If you scroll through Reddit in those different places where these people are honest about what happened, honest uh-huh. about their experience, honest about going shit, I shouldn't have done this. You hear these horror stories, and so it's it's one of those things where when Victoria or whoever the feminist that came on that called every man who doesn't want a trans woman a, a transphobe. It, it, she just doesn't. I don't think she understands what she's talking about because these are not the same thing. The fairy tales. They're telling fairy tales. So, I, 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 <laughs> I the, find this baffling. To be honest, yeah. the female, the male, isn't much better. It's more comical in <laughs> uh, to what it actually looks like and how it functions because it, it can't get hard naturally. Yeah. So it's you either you either got to go the Air Jordan route which <laughs> um so when I, if a guy breaks his dick sometimes they'll take out one of his nuts and replace it with like a pump like on nikes it's so that way when you want an erection you just pump Wait, it up oh yeah is that for real oh for sure 
That's fascinating. <laughs> um, learning so many things today. This, this is a disgusting science hour with Cam and Perky. <laughs> Some, Wait, go. Please continue. Sometimes you can get like uh um. Can I get a squeaky toy? I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. You could probably a special request, maybe, but like, <laughs> but like semi flaccid rods, so whether it's like half chub or like yeah. full woody. I don't know why you'd want to just walk around with a full erection. <laughs> the one, the one clip I saw of it taking a piss, right? It was like it was like eighteen inches long. I'm like, why would you want it that big, bro? Right. It's a I mean, Pringles can looking thing. So this is if you break your dick, if your dick has like a bending in half style injury. Yeah. Okay. So if, if then if you relate it to what we're talking about, um, those are the options. Where, yeah. Where they get the op, where they get the skin is also they take like a big section of your forearm or like your quad or something. And then they basically just wrap it around a Pringles tube. Right. Wow. That's the same thing they do if you get burned. They take a skin. Yeah. Cut. Okay. Wow. I am learning so many things today that I didn't know. I you learn. A, you learn a lot on just scrolling through Reddit and just yeah. Wow. But that's the, that's the thing. So when these people make these claims, it's not only like ludicrous on its face, where you go, but I want to have a woman who can I can possibly have children with, or you don't even have to go to that because it's like. These things are clearly not the same. And let's not pretend. I mean, like, I'm not saying. So, like, if you call me a transphobe for not wanting to marry a trans person, like, fine, give me that label. I don't care. Uh, yeah, give me that I, label. Uh, who cares? I don't care. But if you're going to call me that because I have knowledge about things or I want something, I mean, it's don't. It's amazing. The world we live in is all I have to say. The right mental now. gymnastics. We've made Do it an know, everyday thing. As early as the 90s, I think it was that it, finding out that you couldn't have children on the part of either part of the marriage, male or female, was grounds for divorce. That was like legally you could take your spouse to court and be like, this person really? can't have children. I'm out. Yeah. And a lot of states didn't get rid of those laws up until like the 90s. So I, I think that that plays a role here. If your intent in getting married is to bear children and a person is lying to you, like, and you go through all this marriage contract and you spend all this money and you do all this stuff and then they, they turn, they're biologically male. I think that there's some legal issue here. I like, think you'd figure mention. it out long before you actually. Yeah. Mm. Some people don't want to know things, you know, but that's, you just that's don't another see one what you don't want to see. That's another one of the points though, is that, these people say that it's not incumbent upon the trans person to tell their partner that they are trans. So they don't know, have I to share that, that secret. Ever. And well, so it's like these are also I mean, from the same section of the state country where they decided it's no longer a crime to tell people you have AIDS before you have sex. Yeah, yeah. so th that's another thing that you used to have to get blood tests before you got married for that exact reason, too, because somebody turning up with an STD was, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> and this wasn't that long ago, just like 30 years ago, you to get married. And, I'm, uh, I'm 27. Okay, so fair enough. Um, yeah. But <laughs> um, yeah, 
in the 90s, it, this is not everywhere. I mean, I'm sure they got rid of it in some states faster than others. But there were a lot of rules about getting married. And one of them was that you had to get blood tests to confirm that neither one of you had anything like syphilis or anything like that, which, again, could prevent childbearing. And that if you um, found out that your spouse couldn't have children, that was grounds for annulment and, and dissolved the marriage. So, you know, it's it's kind of strange to me that we should have this like very quickly, this flip in our mindset that says, you know, it's okay to completely fabricate your gender to your spouse, even to the point like you and your spouse are trying to get pregnant. And she's going through fertility treatments because she can't get pregnant. And you're lying about not being genetically male. Not that I think it could get that far. I do think again, you would once you got a real close look at what you were dealing with, you would probably figure it out. But, I'm going to let you in a little secret. You wouldn't even have to look. You could probably smell it from a mile away. Well, I mean, I do think pheromones are play a role and stuff like that, too. But uh, yeah, so I just I, I think you would know. But yeah, some people are fools. There's a lot of yeah. stupid people in the world. There's a lot of stupid. There's a lot. And, and Ryan brought up the, that he thought that the the California law that we were that talked about AIDS was not having to. You could give AIDS if I'm sorry, you could give blood if you have AIDS now, which is a separate issue. But it was tied in around the same time where it used to be a crime if you had AIDS or HIV and you didn't divulge that to your partner before you had sex with them because it's less of a death sentence now. But in the 80s, when Dr. Fauci lied about it, it was a death sentence. Yeah, it took Freddie Mercury from us, man. Like. Yeah. He should have worn a mask. The AIDS got the AIDS got us. <laughs> yeah, he should have double masked, but he didn't. And let's just let's just say, you know, Dr. Fauci was one of the people who st- who put some extra stigma on AIDS mm-hmm. by citing a study that posited that it was possible with close contact in a family that AIDS could be spread between people, and he essentially pushed that study to say that you could get it from outside of sexual contact or bloodborne. And that if you touched the wrong, you sat down on the wrong toilet seat or touched the wrong doorknob, you could get it. I remember being being in elementary school and being told that you could get AIDS from a toilet seat at school. I remember being Dr. Fauci for that. Yeah. (laughs) No way. Yeah, no. And it's completely untrue. It's completely untrue. The HIV virus survives for like a few minutes to a couple of seconds outside the right environment inside of the body. You know what I mean? So like on a toilet seat, it could never unless you were like having sex on the toilet seat. Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy that it's Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like we're an expert. Right. Well, Dr. Fauci, we're we're still we're still dealing with the same villains that we had when we were kids. Like if you looked at the Trump administration the, over the last four years, Bill Barr was attorney general, who was also attorney mm-hmm. general under um, George H.W. Bush and then protected the the Alon Hariuchi, the guy who shot Vicki Weaver um, on Ruby Ridge from being prosecuted for killing her. And then okay. he was also happened to be at Waco where bullets were shot out of his gun Fantastic. and it was never counted. So in, you know, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, all of these people are the same villains we've had our entire lives. Well, they've been all in office for 40 something years. Right. And, and Fauci is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. These are unelected. Yeah. Yeah. People need to know that. 
it's it's kind of odd to me to be confronted with somebody because you are younger than we are. And I'm saying these things as if everyone knows them implicitly. And then to see your eyes kind of like light up, like, is that, did that really happen? I wasn't aware of it. It's surreal to me. It makes me realize how many things like just get passed by people don't know. Well, I didn't know because I wasn't alive. No, no, and that's fair. That's completely fair. That's a reason not to know a thing. Believe me. Like I learned um, the Fauci thing about AIDS two days ago. Right. So we lose. Yeah, we're losing a lot of like what I think is implicit knowledge, just like year by year becomes less and less like that's and this Fauci thing like that's from before mine and Cam's time. Other people had to remind us of that because we wouldn't have remembered. But do you remember watching Waco on TV? Are you old enough to remember having seen Waco? I I wasn't. I remember a little more. Okay, so you definitely, Perky, were not old enough to remember Waco. No. No, okay. What right. year was that? 94? 90, I think it's 93. 93, okay. Well, I was, e- I was either zero or less than one. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That gives me a good window. Okay. Yeah, I was about five when Waco happened. Yeah. I remember okay. 9-11. That's what I remember. Well, and that I was talking, yeah. who was it that we were talking, it was Binkley last week, where I said, the way that I can tell that you're a millennial is if you fucking remember 9-11. Anyone who doesn't, is not a millennial. That's some. That's some other thing. <laughs> yeah, we used was, to be able to see the tops of it from uh, the schools, and then you couldn't anymore. Like in the oh, fall, you could see the wow. tops of it from Jersey, and then you couldn't anymore. How old were crazy. you? How old were you at nine eleven? Nine eleven. Third grade. So. Oh wow! So this has been your entire life. You've yeah. lived in this oh, yeah. 11 world for your entire life. Oh, yeah. I'm a Patriot Act, wow. baby. God. <laughs> you see, you, you, you must see the world just a little bit different than I do because I was 16 when 9 11 happened. So I had yeah, this like, probably. In I was in like times, sixth or I was like, grade. I was like yeah. 12 or 13. I was a full grown adult, adult by medieval standards at that <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, the world was better before. <laughs> Just a but now we better. have a new normal. Yeah. And that's what's happening now. The way that things were before 9-11 and the way that they're after, I think we're experiencing the same with COVID. That there was yeah, going to be... Is, a, this is a, a new be- Patriot Act. A before world. We'll, we'll mm. remember the world before and we'll tell people how much better it was. Yep. But yeah, it's I not was going watching, back. Have you ever heard... I, I forget the... I think the, the show is called Blown Away on Netflix where um, it's glass, glass blower competition. And I love all sorts of shit like that. I like watching oh, yeah. blacksmiths and all that crap. That's just fascinating to me. That's um, good. But there was a one woman made a um, glass display piece art project. I don't know what you want to call it, but it was called Shared Breath. And it was based mm-hmm. off of her relationship with her little sister when she was born. And so it was essentially just a glass tube with holes on either side and you shared breath. And for the first time since COVID has happened, I saw the two judges put their mouths on either side. And I thought about, oh, shit, that's not something you're going to see anymore. That's a before thing. Like it was in the kind movies, of, we'll see things like that. Kind of a bizarre thing to think about. Mm-hmm. We'll see people shaking hands, actually giving hugs, you know, opening doors for strangers. Licking each other's mouths. Yeah. Big outdoor concerts out in the mud in the rain, sharing blunts with everybody. Like, oh yeah, a warp tour. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no more of that shit. 
Oh no. People, yeah. And those well, concerts still exist, but you got to be in one of those giant fucking bubbles or whatever. Yeah, it's not the same. You see the, co- you see the kids' chorus thing when they're wearing those fucking things, uh, or the tuba players where their mouths are cut out of the masks. And I'm thinking, when do we start realizing we're living in a, in a clown world? Right. People keep saying it's getting weird. And I'm like, no, it's already weird. We're past it's weird, getting dude. weird. It's fucking weird. Like, we need to <laughs> start talking the about Double mask was the final line. Yes. Also, I shake everybody's hands. I don't care. Well, yeah. So short abbreviated story. We were living in Pennsylvania when COVID started. And I very quickly realized it wasn't going to go well, so we moved. As we were moving out, um, I gave the keys back to our landlord, and he looked at me like I was a crazy person for shaking his hand. And I didn't think twice about that shit. And I still don't. I still throw my hand out there because I'm like, this is human contact. This is this. Believe it or not, no matter how many bitches out there don't like shaking hands, that's an important part of humanity. Mm. I mean, it shows up in different ways throughout different cultures, but at the same time, like shaking hands is shaking hands, man. It's very personal and you can get a grasp on people. You can tell right. who's a little bitch. Yeah. You can, you can read a person through their handshake. It's amazing, but w- that's essentially lost now. Yeah. That's depressing. Get crazy looks, man, when you, you, tr- you shove your hand out there. And I had to take my car in two or three days ago to get fixed. And in order, I had to leave it there. So I called, I got an Uber. And, uh, the guy, when I put in for the Uber, the, uh, thing comes up that says, wear your mask. And I went, ah, fuck, I'm not wearing a mask. I live in Florida. I can do whatever the hell I want to. Um, but I see that and I was like, oh no. So I messaged the guy who was coming. He was like 18 minutes away. I said, Hey, I don't have a mask. Is that cool? And he didn't answer for a while. And he said, okay. I was like, okay, that's fine. He gets there and I'm like, just to make sure I don't have a mask. Are you going to take me the five minutes it takes to get me home? He said, no, he said, Uber what wouldn't f- let him. Then why did he show up? Why not just cancel the ride then and there? I don't know, but I deleted every Uber app from my phone. Cause I'm like, fuck you people. I got kicked out of class you? one day because I forgot to grab a mask. I got into class and I was like, I don't have a mask. Do I have to leave five people in that class? Not including the teacher. No, including the teacher. I was in the top row. Everybody else was 15 feet down the auditorium. Wow. And he was like, you leave class. Yeah. He was like, he was like in all safety alerts. I was like, fine. Got you. I just fucking left. I went home. I was like, I'm not dealing with that shit. Are they going to penalize you like an absence for, they told you to leave. Okay, good. Because that's bullshit. Yeah. I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't going to do anything. It doesn't matter. It was one of my easier classes. Okay. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not in college anymore. It's terrible because it's a joke. I know it's a joke. I'm paying for a joke. I'm paying for a yeah. piece of paper. That's a joke. Yeah. Are you are you fulfilling something that you want to do or like or is it just sort of like uh, what you did next? Uh I'm going to be a history teacher. So that's cool. Uh that's kind of what I always always wanted to do, half kind of yeah. whatever. So there's well, that. Then it's not a waste. Well, if you, if, the, yeah. the degree part of it's a waste. I've learned more f- about history on the internet, just doing okay. various yeah. things, reading on my own, than I'll learn in class. Yeah. You need that to read that case. book we were talking about. It's actually on my list. I think it's next after uh, I, had a, I have a bunch of school reports I got to do. 
I get to read boring books. I find that (laughs) as I'm a big history fan, like an amateur history person, um, I find that I have favorites that I stop in for a while. And like for a long time, I was into the Russian Revolution and I studied nothing but like, so what what is your uh, wheelhouse right now? Where are you partying in history? Pirates. Yes. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> My, uh, that same class is a, is a higher level class. So you get a little leeway. And he basically like, pick a book, pick a topic. I'm like, for what? He's like, just pick one. I'm like, I need to know the assignment. So I just went pirates. And he's like, all right, here's a book, the thing. Um, and so I got to read a book about Captain Kidd, which is cool. Because I'm not reading any other stuff. Everybody else listening to people, they're not thinking outside the box. Every other person is doing civil rights, um, uh, slavery, plantations, stuff like that. And I'm like, why? Yeah. This is going to be a semester long thing he's going to make us do. If you didn't mm-hmm. tell us the topic immediately, it means we're going to be doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. One interesting thing you could throw in to your pirates deal is it's in a renegade history of the United States. But w- apparently, there was a lot of gayness in pirates, mm-hmm. and that's mentioned in there. So that could be a very interesting aside. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to that. find that. Like I've heard about it. There's always gay shit going on throughout history. Just look at Europe. But um, they didn't have the same rest- like the social restrictions that people who followed the law would have, and so it was an attractive lifestyle for people who wanted to be you know, openly homosexual. You could do that on a pirate ship. Nobody cared. Also, it's like prison gay because you're on a ship for months at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prison that, gay that is, is masculine. A yeah. No, pirate gay and prison gay are pretty close. <laughs> yeah. the, the difference between regular gay and prison gay is after prison gay, you're both still masculine men that are going to beat the shit out of other masculine men and then rape. <laughs> oh. Well, that and the, the scurvy. Oh, scurvy. Yeah, <laughs> isn't, that just, isn't that just like a lack of vitamin uh, D or some? No, not vitamin D. It's, it's C. Vitamin C. That's why they called um, the English limeys because of the scurvy that they would get on the long trips because they wouldn't have access to um, citrus. They figured out to bring limes with them so that they wouldn't get scurvy anymore, and they called British people limeys. Another thing that was invented in order to prevent scurvy apparently was sauerkraut. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, the Germans love, they love that shit man yeah the krauts yeah they're probably <laughs> yeah. a little they're probably some gay pirates in the in the german <laughs> world as well gay piracy <laughs> and sauerkraut i mean they go together you yeah. put it you put it in between two buns with a wiener <laughs> yeah history so his, aesthetic history has definitely been one of my areas of interest as well i did a long time in like medieval in scottish history Okay. That was like my William, jam. William Wallace. I, well, I mean, he's, I, I, the, the family Wallace is part of my um, heritage. He didn't have any kids. That's pretty but cool. But it's, it's in my, my family line. And so, uh, you know, I come, they, I come by this freedom shit pretty, pretty honest. They were gruesome with his dick. <laughs> like, well, do you, was, okay. So they paid special attention to his dick. <laughs> in, in Braveheart, they missed this part. But they missed a lot of stuff in Braveheart. But they had the Battle of Sterling in Braveheart. But in reality, it was the Battle of Sterling Bridge. Bridge. And what yep. the, what the what the Scots did is they forced the English to come through this narrow bridge, 
And then once any of them got through it, they were ready and they killed all of them. And William Wallace is said to have, after they, um, after they won this battle, the main commander, he skinned him from the back of his neck to his butt. Oh, shit. Holy shit. And, oh, and made man. a belt for his sword out of that skin. Oh, my God. That is savage, man. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> That's if you don't think that shit. shit's interesting, I can't. I can't tell you what is. <laughs> Question for Perky here: Are you going to be a high school history teacher? And if so, does that mean you will also be a coach? And what will you? What will you be the coach of? Uh, high school, yeah, probably. I probably wouldn't be a coach of any like sport. I if 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 it came down to that, I'd probably in my in my high school we had a teacher that taught weightlifting or whatever, and then would hang out in the gym afterwards. So that's probably what I would do because I've been a gym rat since high school. Okay. Okay. Because all through my high school experience, every history teacher that I've ever known was also a coach of some kind. So <laughs> very, ty- very typical. They, they go hand in hand. Pretty much. I wanted, wanted to know if you were keeping the tradition up. I don't know. I just hope I don't have to work in public school because I won't take it. I won't do it. Going to be a, a corrections officer. <laughs> I just I don't want to te- I don't want to teach American history and then all that. It's boring. Everybody knows it. Well, it's no, also I, mostly wrong. Yeah, and it's it's just not fun. Yeah, I can't tell you how much more I learned when I started picking up books and articles on the internet. Like you said earlier, how much shit I learned that was just completely fabricated, and even in private schools that I went to. And I was like, really? what have I been reading? Because this is definitely not what these letters that these men wrote said. Like, this is a very different situation. So, yeah. Like it's I said, like I'm, the uh, King of the Hill joke when he's like, oh, look at the history books. The Alamo is only this big of a paragraph. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <clears throat> there is one thing that I wanted to uh, ask you about, um, Jessica. Yeah. What is a time parrot? Because we, you know, we I have to I have to ask about this. I, time go, I, go, I googled it for a little bit today. And it's nothing. <laughs> it's literally nothing. Okay, I'm so sorry that you googled this stupid bullshit. Um, I, somebody I posted something on Twitter. I don't even remember about what now. And oh, oh it was about athe. Okay, let me start this story over again. There is such a thing as a Twitter atheist. That is mm. not the same thing as just the atheist in general which I don't have any problem with atheism or atheists. Uh, there are just Twitter atheists, which are their own species of thing. And they all either share the same joke book or they oh, have this yeah. like reflexive reaction to any mention of the Bible. And it's like, okay, I'm Christian, but I'm not like a pushy Christian or a shit like any, you know, but I made a lighthearted joke about how I try to stay keto, but bread is in the Bible. You know, it's a joke about how I cheat on my diet. You know, it's not really about the Bible, but I had like (laughs) dozen or more comments that were verbatim the same joke from these Twitter atheists, which are all like, well, you know, slavery is in the Bible, too, or whichever like evil thing they were picking out. And I was just like. So are you are you having a knee jerk reaction to the word Bible or oh, yeah. are oh, you absolutely. the like are just sharing the joke book with each other? Like it's the yeah, same so, thing as the other people. They just run through the same script. Right. So I, I posted something about like, look, I've heard this rhetoric before. I don't find it convincing. You can stop wasting my time, parrot, because they're parroting each other. 
But I forgot mm-hmm. to put the comma in between time and parrot. <laughs> gotcha. And so some intrepid Twitter person said, I would like to own a time parrot. And it spiraled into something stupid from there. Like, it That's just, generally and, how the internet works. Right, right. And so people like picked up on it and like made jokes about it. And I'm like, this is literally nothing. And well, and so, I think, I do think that between the three of us, we perfected the concept of the time parrot though. Well, I found those paintings of like the psychedelic parrots and I was like, these are awesome and brilliant. And you used one, the one that's yeah. in the background right now. I forget the name of the artist, but those are really cool. And so it I'm is a at really least, cool picture. Yeah, I'm at least glad that I kind of got to like, hey, check this cool art out. Um, but yeah, the time parrot is nothing. And Twitter atheists, I will say. Yes. <laughs> being, being related to hardcore, real dumb Christians. And I mean this. Like, real annoying. Say your truth, brother. Say it. The far annoying atheists are way more annoying than the far annoying Christians, Catholic, whatever. Right. They Because they're way worse. Because they don't want... Like, it's, it's okay to say you don't believe in a God, but you can't say with a straight face that there is no God. You can't. Because you can't do it. Just like they go, oh, you there is no God. It's like, you can't say that. And you, can. you can't... If you have an evangelical belief, if it's a religious belief that there's yes. no God. Right. But it's more in the tangible sense. They'll throw that in your face, but you can't throw it back. That can't prove that there isn't one. And right. they just run through the same script. And it's so annoying to deal with those people. Yeah. yeah. They're like the vegans of yes. um, epistemology. It's like vegan crossfitting atheism. Like, you know oh. what's going on because they cannot not tell you. Like, most people, they don't know I'm a Christian for the most part because it's not something that comes up on a day-to-day conversation. And sometimes when it does come up, it'll be a surprise to people. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't know that about you. I'm like, yeah, you know, like, it's just not really something I talk about. So, like, when people, it, to make a joke, it's just a joke about my diet. Yeah. And then well, like the jo- my joke about on. that little girl. Yeah. I, I thought that. Same thought when you said that. I was like, they can't help themselves. They really can't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, so the other day I got jumped on a little bit, not a a whole lot, because I tweeted out that I would never trust my daughters with a male feminist. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's smart. it, it, It is a funny statement that I made, but at the same time, it's absolute fact. Yeah. Because... I know that Jessica knows this, but so many of the male feminists that I've run into on a personal level have been almost predatory mm-hmm. towards women. It's like th- those are the I mean, you could say it's the nice guy syndrome or whatever, but it's like those are the guys that are going to be like they're, they're just aiming to get into pants and they get mad when they it really are. And so uh, it, it, it made me well, what's funny about it, though, it was right after that I ran into a whole bunch of people uh, getting pissed off about Pepe Le Pew being canceled. <laughs> people like know Pepe people Le know Le he's the bad guy, right? Like everybody knew growing up he was the bad guy and what he did was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember because that was I was a young child when I watched Pepe Le Pew. I only watched that shit on Boomerang when I got used to get high and go on the, the higher channels. I just assumed that's how French people were. And, just, you know, if you know, know what you're getting into if you go to France, that's all. The PSA for travelers. But yeah, but yeah male feminists, uh, bleh, those are, those are typically you know, bad dudes and predatory. You know about the cult that I was in, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. The so cult? I was I was in a cult, so to speak. Not like a um Religious Jim cult. Jones kind of cult, but an ideological cult. So oh. I was involved in a uh online internet group. Atheists. Yeah, internet atheists, and it got very cult-like, and I was very participant in that cult-like behavior until it got turned on me. And then I like kind of got woken up to what was going on. But long after I had been excised from the cult, it turned out the leader of that cult, who was very much a male feminist, um, got outed as a sexual predator who was like grooming all of these abused women. And he would specifically go out of, go after women who had come out of abusive relationships. And he would kind of like, um, I don't know, screw with their heads. And like all these like chat logs came out. It got really dark. There's an article I can actually post about it. But yeah, this guy got rid of me. He singled me out and got rid of me mostly because I don't think that I could have easily been groomed or was go- could have gone along with what he wanted to do. So he got, he um I forgot what my crime was. Oh, that's right. When they beat up Rand Paul, I didn't think that it was a good thing to just go around beating people up even if they were Republicans. And so I spoke out against that and they (laughs) threw me out of the cult and it was devastating to me. These were my like friends. I, I, I was like, am I really a white supremacist for like months? I thought, oh my God, I'm like a Nazi, you know, like, and I just didn't know it. And yeah, it it was really horrible for me. And I'm glad it happened now, of course, because like it gave me the opportunity to like, um, listen to ideas that went outside of my little ideological realm. But yeah, so it turned out that that guy who was like the champion of male feminists actually was like grooming these like women coming out of abusive relationships. And that really forms my idea that guy interacting with that like cult leader of a person um, is my quintessential archetype of a male feminist. And they are predators through and through. But yeah, that was that was one of those things that I, I, I got jumped on by some of the male feminists who were like, you know, I, uh, I, I, I consider myself a feminist and that's because I don't judge based on genitals yet. Here we are. And I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. I was never considering you for my daughters anyway. <laughs> Those are weird people, man. Yeah. It's just bizarre. And what was the other thing? And then he was like, well, I assume what you meant were the people who were feminazis and are trying to take over. Bl-. And I was like, neat, cool. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about those people is they make it very, uh, they cut right to the point of people you don't want to talk to. Mm-hmm. They let yeah. you know real quick that you don't want to talk to them. That's beautiful. It's, that's what's been good about the masks is you can very clearly tell who your allies are. Lions are being around. drawn and there are visual indicators of who's on what side. And that's Dude, the Bed there. Bath & Beyond brawl the other day was lit. Or the, <laughs> uh, the candle place or whatever. The, it was like three ladies at the candle place tackled this one other lady. It was hilarious. They got in this <laughs> huge fight. I'm pretty sure the uh, the workers got arrested or not arrested, fired. But it's like people are fighting each other over the masks. That's yeah, so that, that on the face looks like it's about the masks, but it's about all of the weird social conditions going on in our country right now that are just like bursting out on the streets or you know everybody drives nobody walks the streets anymore so it's bursting out at the mall but like yeah that's all our weird social baggage those people taking the internet to the streets 
weird. One, it's like the um, the masks are just one of the physical embodiments of like language that we've had over the past decades. Like you, you no longer spell woman with an A. You throw an X in that place. You don't you don't say Latina or Latino. You say Latinx. Um, the most recent one I ran into was folks, where they removed the KS from folks. I saw I saw that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. How fucking stupid is that? I forget what it was exactly about, but it was something about like um, black people and like the language that they learn or something. And I'm like, you realize that this makes black people look stupid. <laughs> they can't learn like real language. It's like, are, like, how dumb do you have to be? Isn't it weird how often the woke shit sounds like shit you would hear coming out of like the classic KKK? It's, like, it's well, amazing. Black people are too dumb to get an ID and vote. And you're like, that shit's racist. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you saying that for? That's completely untrue. But, the you know, Coca-Cola like Coca-Cola one where they're telling you not to show up on time and not to do a good job. And it's like, how how are you going to relate excellence? <laughs> um, not what the fuck was it on preparedness and all these good qualifiers. And I'm like, you're making it look worse. Yeah, yeah. It's it's terrible. And it, it would piss me off if this is how I was being represented by my government. Like, oh, you're too stupid to get on the Internet. We have to, right. you know, ensure that happens because you're just poor. You you're so dumb. You can't do it. I'd be like, fuck you, man. It's an uh, entire wing of an entire political establishment that's doing it mm-hmm. like the, like the Wakanda thing when they're all doing the Wakanda crosses or the, the kneeling with the with the robes. I'm like. What are we watching? We're watching <laughs> clowns. Yeah. Watching that 205-year-old woman try to stand up from the oh kneeling position was great. <laughs> it's like, you could do it. You could do it. Honk, honk. Dude, she, I don't know how she even has the energy after not having any place to put more fucking ice cream after showing off her two $12,000 fridges. Right. Well, it's like it's like Biden... Uh, the du- you can tr- clearly tell when he runs out of adrenochrome. Like, <laughs> like that dude just falls off. Going all day. <laughs> but there was something that I came across on Twitter. I haven't looked into this or seen anyone talk about this. So I want your opinion on this. So I came across this video. I forget what the video was about. And I'm not going to play the video with sound because I don't care what he's talking about. Uh, but I, I scrolled past this video on Twitter and I was like, this shit looks like a deep fake. And I just want look look at look at this. I, I know that the uh, the audience in audio is not going to see this. I'll link to this video in the description. But tell me that it doesn't look like this has CG on it. I know, right? It doesn't like look it, like the face goes exactly with the body. It looks like the top of his head is 100 years older than the bottom. <laughs> right. Well, it's it, 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 it looks like I, I can't quantify this thought. But his, his, it's covered with a suit, but I swear to God, somehow his like neck down looks younger. Yeah, I see it. And I mean, like I'm, I'm, I just kind of scrolled past this and there's nothing about it that looks real to me. That angle's even worse, actually. Does he, has like, a, does he have a fat lipper in right now? Like dip? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I see what you're talking about. <laughs> but no, this, this does not look real to me. It looks like it was mapped on to someone who could stand up for longer than four minutes. Would there be a way to prove that? Could you have something like this analyzed and prove that? 
I mean, yeah, there are going to be artifacts and different things in the video that people can look at. But there are like, they're just these little things, like the lighting's kind of off in some places. Yeah, and, it just looks fake. And it, it's so bizarre because I'm not like, I haven't really dipped too far into the conspiracy of Biden. I mean, he's a puppet. Everyone knows he's a puppet. That's why he was elected. <laughs> that yeah. CGI puppet. I mean, this guy could die and no one would ever know. I, mean, right. I swear the masks only exist so they can just pump audio so Biden can just shut up. Anytime wow. he takes the mask off, he stumbles his words or whatever. Anytime he's in an official meeting or whatever, and he's got the double masks on, you just see like little movements. Perfect audio. Doesn't make a stumble or anything. This looks fake. Look at his mouth. I'm telling you, I, I, I don't know if it is. But looking when I, I, I scrolled past two seconds into it, I was like, this looks like a deep fake. This does not look real to me. And it makes, I mean, you know how this whole election went with him getting the nomination anyway, was a backroom deal with Klobuchar and uh, Pete Buttigieg and all of that. Yes, it does remind me of uh, Henry Cavill's Superman and Justice League yes. when they erased his uh, mustache. Yeah, it, like, but you know, he was essentially a puppet that they wanted to, the, the establishment needed an old person that the old people would vote for. And they brought in on, on Kamala to bring in the younger, more progressive people. And they got everyone behind him. But knowing this, knowing that he is essentially a figurehead and a puppet, you see that and you go, huh, maybe he's a, a, a computer generated puppet now. That's disturbing. Isn't the it? President, the president could die and they could just like, this is elder abuse. Yes, and I, no, that's I what we 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 all, all both of us have been saying that as well. The whole deal with Joe Biden this whole time, I think Jill Biden probably needs to be jailed for elder abuse. Yeah, it's criminal. The dude can't think straight. <sighs> it's also a job that ages you, like mentally. The um, presidents they go gray and their faces sink and those types of things. I mean, four years is not that long to age the way that these people do. It's a heavy stress job. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So putting like a 105 year old man in charge of the nuclear weapons seems stupid. They, they, didn't they want to take it away from him? Uh, <laughs> they wanted to take it away from him. What kind of yeah. fucking joke do we live in? Well, yep. like months ago, I made a joke on Twitter about him calling a lid on the day at like 9 a.m. I had made a joke. Yeah, he called a lid on the day 15 hours ago. And then a couple months ago, someone tweeted, oh, wow, Joe Biden just called a lid on the day um, at 8 a.m. And I was like, shit, I was an hour off. I gave him too much leeway. And I didn't even know what a lid was until this, this election cycle. <laughs> In my day, a, a lid, lid was something else. Yeah, it was something you would light. <laughs> How old I am. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So a lid, a lid is when a, a politician or someone who is making public appearances decides that's the end of the day for them. They're not going to make any more appearances. Uh, okay. They're not going to talk to anyone. And so Joe Biden was calling a lid during the campaign at like 1, 1 p.m., 12 p.m. And so it was like, you know, uh, Trump's going till 6, 7, 8, 7 p.m. at night. Dude, Trump's on some type of government-run meth. Dude, that guy <laughs> is a tank. Yeah. But yeah, but but Biden was calling them early. So that's where that joke came from is, oh, my God, he's he's ending the day so early. And then he legitimately ended it one day, I think, at 8 a.m. Yeah. 
He's old. He's really old, though. I mean, yeah, he probably wakes up at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's it's he's only got about four good hours in him. So they need to be real careful about when they let him out. Right. I mean, like, my, no, it's for <laughs> this. Is, I like it's that it sounds funny, but I my first job was in a nursing home and people with dementia, they really they get some good time during the day. But it's there's a window. And then, you know, when the sun starts to go down, that's when things start to get hairy. And especially the women would think, oh, it's time for me to go home and cook my husband dinner. So they would like all break for the doors and you would kind of have to like distract them away from the doors instead of telling them their husbands had died 20 years ago. Uh Um, Yeah, it's yeah, it's called sundowner syndrome. And so people with dementia, um, they you know, you can kind of lead them away from their distraction. But once the sun starts to go down, it's really hard for them to keep like cogent and keep it together. So with Joe Biden, I think it's really plain. And that's why they don't have him go out after a certain hour. That is a, to me, having experience with dementia patients. And now I'm not a medical professional, but I have experience with people with dementia. And when the sun goes down, that's it. So that's why I think there is, that to me is evidence that Joe Biden does have some kind of going on have some kind of mental decline i mean like do you remember several months ago uh i forget which shooting it was i think it was the one that um that bitch david hogg always talks it was a part of what was it parkway parkland? Um, parkland 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 one of the guys that died several months ago they put together a video and deep his head onto some other kid and made him give a speech that was anti-gun. And it was one of the most disgusting uses of a dead person I've ever seen in my life. They were advertising it all over. It's so weird. Wow. It's just a weird culture we live in. Where we're just glorifying the, not glorifying the dead, but using them as a, as a prop, prop. Yeah. to push mm-hmm. policy. Mm-hmm. The parents. Um, uh, the parents. Yeah, that's, that's disgusting. Like, but- in a way, children have become like the ultimate prop of our society. We're in this well, weird child worship culture where like yeah. everything, even stuff that's not supposed to focus on kids does. And something about that's fucked up. Like We need to not focus on children so much. When that came out, that video, I actually had Suzanne Sherman on the show with me and I called it di- digital necromancy. Um, but that was that was what was so disturbing to me was that they would raise a child from, a, well, he was a teenager, but still raise a child from the dead to use as a cudgel against people who were pro-gun. And I, I said then, and I, I still think it was timed within the election cycle because there were no kids in schools to shoot up schools that they needed some kind of anti-gun sentiment out there that Biden and all the Democrats could play off of. So you think if there was the actual school, there would have been a... Sh- shooting i think i think that they whether or not those are natural events i think that a lot of them are they're kids who were suicidal and want to get shot by a cop and that's Mm -hmm. how they do it um but the 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 lack of them this last year left a um uh what's the word a narrative hole within the democrats talking points that they had to fill yeah yeah Mm -hmm. And they, that they had to fill. And I think that was made precisely so that they could fill that hole and have that conversation anyway. Mm-hmm. Just so weird. Bizarre. Um, but yeah, moving past that, um, Jessica 
is a kind of prepper type and she owns chickens and <laughs> she had some bad news this week. And I do want to talk Fuck about you. this because I have questions about this Roswell chicken man that you mentioned to me. Yes. The Ros- because you the say Roswell, Roswell, you say Roswell chicken man. I imagine area 51 shit, like an alien. that looks like a chicken. And Giant chicken this- rooster man. Right. I, I, need, <laughs> I, need, I need some clarification. No. Okay. So um, everybody from Georgia knows about the chicken man of Roswell. Um, a couple of years ago, there was the city of Roswell in Georgia passed some ordinances about how many chickens you could have on a certain size of property. And the chicken man had over that amount. And it ended up in this like years long legal battle between the city of Roswell and this older gentleman who just should have been grandfathered in having had those chickens before any of these laws passed. But instead, because he showed defiance to the city government, they made his life a living hell. Um, he had he was arrested by a SWAT team one time. They they, they they like busted up onto his property. They would like seize his chickens. All this stuff happened, and um, they eventually drove him to kill himself, which he did Why? with with explosives. Um, they were coming to arrest him, and rather than be taken into custody, the chicken man. Um, I'm sorry, I don't remember his name offhand. Um, I mean no disrespect. Um, took his own life. So the city of Roswell, Georgia, drove an old man to kill himself because he defied their chicken ordinances. And it's it's a terrible, you know, basically the the population was not with the city on this one. It's a a terrible tragedy. And it caused a lot of cities in Georgia to, to lift some of their chicken ordinances or, you know, just, you know, not be such dicks about it because chicken owning is becoming more popular. Self-reliance is becoming more popular and it's butting up against these like overreaching government laws. But that, that leaves us, that's a deep stain and a deep tragedy that this poor old man was just driven to such a terrible end because this city government could not leave well enough alone. They couldn't have somebody flout their authority. And so I um, wanted to have chickens. We moved out to the country about uh, six years ago. We had like a snow event in Georgia that shut everything down, kind of kind of like what happened in Texas. And I lived in the middle of a city and it really freaked me out how everything could just be shut down like that and stay down for days and days. And we didn't have any food. It got really scary. So I said, you know what? We're moving to the country and we're going to have chickens and we're going to learn to do for ourselves. And six years later, I've moved to the country. I've bought property. I've, I've made all of these things happen. And my neighborhood, as of a week ago, was rezoned as city property. And I am no longer allowed to have chickens because my property is under two acres. Why? So, yeah, my husband w- was literally in the middle of our chicken coop build. He he has already sunk the posts. And but yeah, we bought all the wood like. It was underway. And so the code enforcement truck for the city, I I don't want to say my city, I almost said it. The city code enforcement truck has rolled through our neighborhood twice last week. And then it rolled through our neighborhood today and it stopped in front of our house. Um, So I believe that they're aware our chicken coop is being constructed (laughs) and plan to do something about it. And with the memory of the chicken man of Roswell, I am not prepared as anarchist as I am to fight city hall on this one, I'm just going to move and um, buy property nice that is 
yeah, um, more carefully zoned. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a huge blow. It's, uh, yeah, so <laughs> we th- we all found this out this week. And then literally that code enforcement truck stopped in front of my house today. Yeah, so. You're shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't want um, anybody to blow up. <laughs> I'm just going to move. Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't blow up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not over like, chickens. Yeah. So, but I think there is a city councilman that lives in my neighborhood and there's a guy across the street from me that has just recently gotten chickens too. So I don't know if like he has talked to somebody at city hall and made them suddenly rezone our neighborhood. But like, if I knew more about the law, I could fight this, but I don't. And they rely on that to like, like, I can't, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to hire a lawyer. Like it would be, it would be easier for me just to put my house in the market than it would be to fight this. The only thing I could see it being is a grandfather law of some kind, but yeah, I'm not a lawyer. I neither am I. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, home values are going up. Maybe I can get something for this house and get out of here. Hey, that's a profit's a profit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, the chicken man of Roswell, if you guys are ever interested in what a son of a bitch, uh, you know, local governments can be too. Cause I know that tends to be like a libertarian answer for everything. It's like, well, we'll let local governments do everything. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, they're just as bad as their larger counterparts. Believe yep. me, they want you dead rather than non-compliant, And they'll carry it to that end every time. Yeah. Small town government is going to get what they want because they know what, what, it, what are you going to do? You live there. That's where you live. They're going to bully you when you go to work, when you go home. Mm-hmm. They know where your kids go. Yep. And, and if you don't, if you're not a master welder with a, um, a really big bulldozer. There's not much you can do without it. <laughs> do <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> and it's not like that guy had like a great deal of success with his method either. You know, that's no. a no win situation. <laughs> yeah, it really isn't. There's nothing really you can do except be a lawyer and hope this the, the system works, which is the problem is hope the system actually works. The judge isn't in somebody's pocket. Doesn't owe somebody a favor. You never know. That city right. councilman pulls way more water in this town than I do. I'm a housewife and I just want to be able to have chickens. I don't want to be embroiled in a five year long legal battle just to find out I can't have them anyway. Yeah, and go financially yeah. bankrupt and right. For what? And then raise the ire of the city officials and have them yeah. looking at me and yeah. The corrupt Georgia sheriff is like a literary trope, you know, like really it is. That's how common. Yeah. Do you have a white yeah. cowboy hat too? Yeah, you should see these people around here. They are literally like a stereotypical small Georgia town. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fuck most. with any of these boys. Let, let me. You, you said you were a gym rat your whole life. Yeah. Were you ever a chunky boy? No, I was lanky. Because, see, because I, I, I grew up being being a chunky boy, and I had this this memory the other day of when you went into J.C. Penney or wherever and i had to get clothes out of what they called the husky section and i was i made a joke about the husky section and then i was like wow i haven't thought about that in a long time and so i was like do they still have those this seems like a kind of a strange thing to call it you know why don't you know yeah but they apparently maybe like Coles or something still has one but when I was searching Husky section, I found an article about how recently, I think within the last year or two, they released a uh, Ken doll because they made a fat Barbie. And so they were going to make a big Ken. 
and they were initially naming him Huskykin. And apparently they had focus groups with a bunch of millennials about this. And all the millennial boys started bitching about their trauma of having to shop in the Husky section. <laughs> Holy shit. And I was like, you know, like I remember it as a kid being kind of like, well, that's a bummer that I have to go there. But I always thought Husky was kind of funny. And I'm like, I'm bigger than you. So, I mean, like I didn't have any trauma. over Yeah. It. But it was just so funny reading this article where they were just, an, an, not, oh, what was it, uh, 90% of the men polled about, uh, they went with broad kin. That's what they called him. Uh, but they, they polled about this were talked about their trauma from having to shop in the Husky section. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus what? Christ, dude. The old Navy section in the back gave you trauma. <laughs> Are you Googling it now, Jessica? Well, I'm, I'm Googling the fat Barbie because I was curious. Barbie's proportions are so out of, they're like out of regular proportion already. So yeah. like fatten her up. Like which of these out of proportion things are they choosing to make larger? Hopefully they the did. Yeah, they actually <laughs> did a fairly decent job with it. They made her hips wider and um, her face is less angular. So did she you find actually broad Ken? Um, is it called Broad Ken? Is that what they yeah. landed on? That's what they went with, which I think is, you know, <laughs> you could probably I, just I would have go Fat Ken and you'd have equally success. Fat Ken, let's see. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, when I heard Broad Ken, I was like, oh, it's transgender Ken. Is that the Fat Ken? <laughs> He's not even fat. This is not fat. He's this so is sweet. not fat representation. <laughs> I'm really mad about this. This I is don't just feel seen. No. This is not fat Ken <laughs> or broad broad Ken. They really went with that. Someone greenlit broad Ken. I laughed so hard at those those poor little white boys that were so disappointed about being husky. <laughs> oh, they look weird naked. Oh my god. <laughs> so like the chins are abnormally like Hold on. I don't know how to do it in the camera. The chins are abnormally like pressed forward. They're very odd looking dolls. Oh <laughs> man, not. these are so weird. Are you looking at them? <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're just so weird. I am so, so glad I was able to bring this to you guys. <laughs> this oh is man. Uncomfy. I feel all because uncomfy. I all because I flew the time parrot back into the husky section of JC Penny the other day. <laughs> There's one of him in like a little barista outfit and he's got a man bun. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. It's, it's too funny. That, that was the thing. We talked about the time parrot. It's only $10. I, I'm going to buy it. I, I mentioned, I should get one. I mentioned that, <laughs> um, that we perfected the time parrot because in our conversation, us three, uh, we started talking about what we imagined that would be like, and we thought about Iago as voiced by Gilbert Gottfried oh, hell from yeah. Aladdin, God. and how he would. I said, you know, if he if he went back in time and whispered into different influencers, or uh, I think he said different influencers or um, world leaders over time, and I would Kim Kardashian, like, Adolf yeah. Hitler, shit like that. <laughs> I have a solution for you. <laughs> so wait, do you did you guys see when they did the history roasts on Comedy Central? Because Gilbert Gottfried played Hitler in the roast of Anne Frank. I did and not see that. I did not see that. Yeah, it was so he played, first of all, 
um, it was great because not only did they get a Jew to play Hitler, they got the most annoying Jew that they could find to play Hitler. And so that, but yeah, so they did uh, history roasts. I think it was the history's greatest roasts. Okay. They were great. All of them were great. And um, they did a roast of Anne Frank because you don't roast, you roast the people you love. So they yeah. wouldn't roast Hitler. They would roast Anne. Yeah. Um, so Gilbert Gottfried comes up dressed as Hitler, walks up on stage and goes, oh, Anne, there you are. I think I, le- <laughs> I think I left the oven on. <laughs> and I fell out of my fucking chair because, you know, <laughs> Gilbert oh, Gottfried is. Gilbert Gottfried is the master. Uh, yeah, but his voice just makes everything so much better. I used to you, be able to do a Gilbert Gottfried impression, and I tried it the other day because I was going to try to do it. It's hard. I can't do it. It's really I, hard. I, yeah. I mean, like, it's just something that my voice breaks now because I've I've done way <laughs> too many of those things in the past. But oh my god, it was I was just in front of my mirror going, "Why are we walking?" Because for some reason that's my drop-in phrase for Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> um. I think of him reciting Cardi B's wet ass pussy. I like Ben Shapiro for that. Oh no. <laughs> ben Shapiro version is great. Is it really him? Did he really actually say well, he, it? He read it on his show. Then somebody added the music and shit in the back and the, uh, and a cut. It's so funny. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I'm going to get um, on that immediately. So I think we should probably get to a wrap up point. Um, but one of the things I wanted to mention before we we get there is that over the last week, um, Oprah uh, interviewed the royals. So she interviewed Prince Harry and what's the girl's name? Meghan Markle. A Markle. Yeah, the deal or no deal trick. No. And so here's here, here's the thing about that. Uh, we're Americans. We fought a war, so we never had to think about those fucking monsters ever again. And uh, fuck them. <laughs> That's all I have to say about the Dude, Royals. D- the only thing I know <laughs> about that story is the furniture those fucking people were sitting on sold out almost immediately. And it was $4,700. So- the patio furniture. The fu- rich people, bro. It's crazy watching rich people bitch about their lives. Like it's it's almost wonderful. It's almost wonderful. Someone said to me, um, well, you know, I kind of feel bad for her because, you know, they didn't want to give her medical care. And I'm like, between her and her husband, they're fucking millionaires. There is no denying them health care. She's a fucking princess. She's a princess. The fuck? She can walk into any place and they'll suck her dick. They'll make her a dick and they'll suck it. Hey, hey, she's not. She's not Michelle Obama. Oh. <laughs> I love how the British people are like, you're breaking up the band, Yoko. Get the fuck out of here. Like, no one, there's no side that like supports her. She's a she's yeah. a little snake, and you can tell. Just look at her. Yeah. I just I just don't know how anyone gets off going on a billion millionaires going on a billionaire talk show to talk about how fucking oppressed they are. Mm. Yeah, they're just so sad. They could, they probably have a million mansions on a million different islands in a million different countries, and they could just disappear, and nobody would ever hear from them again. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do need to say fuck the royals again because this has gotten so much press, and Prince Andrew literally raped children. Yeah. So I mean, screw those people. But before we wrap up, one of the things I like to ask people on this show 
is we are not a pessimistic show. We like to find the white pills as they were. And so I was wondering, Mr. Biscuits, um, what is something for you that you'd consider a white pill or a piece of hope that you think people now can kind of cling on to and see as a way to a positive future? People are laughing at the system, yes. which which and there and people are finally starting to wake up and realize that whatever political party, your leaders don't care. Yeah. So even though it might be a little depressing, it's a good thing that people are going to wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just the crash of society is by white pill. Absolutely. Which is coming ever sooner. And it's, we just got to be ready for it. A, man. It's a train. Just going sideways. It's beautiful coming. destruction. It's mm-hmm. fun to watch. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because like right now, that's what the white pill is, is choosing to view it as comedy rather than tragedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that that's where we are. The absurdist portion, because we're kind of absurdists in that way. The so system sucks. What are you going to do? Cry every day? What does Not that mean. change? Nothing. Why so let these people control you? And just laugh. Just laugh at it. Eventually, you'll get banned off of this platform or that platform, and then you go laugh at the retards on another platform. Who cares? <laughs> That's just how it goes. <laughs> it's There's true. never a shortage of those. Uh, I do have a fun video. I like to fi- finish the show now with a stupid video that we found online, so I've got one for us. Uh, but before we go, like uh, Perky, I know that you can be found on Twitch dot tv slash perky underscore biscuits and you can be found on youtube.com slash perky biscuits and on twitter it's perky biscuits you you have that name that cross-platform name matching and it's just beautiful i created I that it. name when i was in sixth grade okay why tell me why before we do this it was it was my xbox gamer gamer tag yes. a reason yeah, I have a- eh, there wasn't one it's just i needed <laughs> something funny to say i think that's why ryan um, the guy who's controlling all of the comments and the tickers right now is lumpy oatmeal on things. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. Um, and so like the only thing, cause I didn't keep, I went straight to my name as soon as I was able to grab stuff. Yeah. Um, but when I was a kid, when AOL came out, we all sat in the room. We were like, we're getting internet motherfuckers. It's exciting. What do you want your AOL screen name to be? So I will tell you mine. But do y'all remember your first AOL or internet email address, screen name, any of that? Yeah. We cannot talk about this. Yes, I do, but we can't talk about it. <laughs> Mine was Pizza Cam. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> pizza I was, Cam. I was a husky boy. <laughs> <laughs> a husky young boy on the internet with a screen name Pizza Looking Cam. for love. <laughs> is ASL. there anywhere is there anywhere else on the internet that you want people to find you uh no that's it i mean i don't want you guys to find my only fan so we'll let that <laughs> well, be a secret Ooh. i'm already subscribed yeah uh, you don't want well, me to share the wealth no nah, it's it's a secret <laughs> let, let, but let's be real the fact that you paint your toenails that's like next level Listen, attention to detail it's I, I don't i don't like to brag but a little bit <laughs> <laughs> All right. so so uh, thank you for coming on. I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. And if you're down, I want to do this again sometime. For sure. Um, if, nice so let me go through, let me go through the, the boring stuff for us. 
If you want to find Jessica, you can go on Perky Tits or Better Than Perky Biscuits. Depends on if biscuits or tits. That are is biscuits, not tits, my perky? thing. <laughs> sorry, I saw a ticker. You, I had to respond to it. You, okay, but so what sorry. you said, and what we'll read on the audio, sir, is if you want to find Jessica, Perky. <laughs> perky right. Tits. Right, Perky Tits. So, yeah, that is not where you find me. <laughs> you that is not. Find- if you want to find Jessica, you can on Twitter, you can go to you can just search for it's twitter.com slash soup canarchist. Um, and you can check out our if you want to find me, it's at Cam Harless. Um, I if you want to find me on Instagram, don't fuck Instagram. Um, but we also have a website. We are the mad We have a little community where we we're trying to build and trying to uh, hang out a little bit more with cool people and thought criminals and all of that. Um, you can check that out. It's the cheapest you can get $2. You can go to, uh, the mad ones.locals.com. Um, am I missing anything? You, I mean, you're on YouTube or youtube.com slash the mad ones. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. with that, um, I want to share this wonderful video that, um, Jessica shared with me earlier and we're going to react to that. And Oh, before we react to that, we do have new shows coming up. You'll see it at the end. Um, next week we have Ryan Burgett coming on and we're going to talk about interdimensional beings, clockwork elves, etc. We're going to have fun. It's, uh, it's St. Patrick's day, St. Patrick pushed the snakes out of Ireland. You know, the people, it's a reptilian. Let's, 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 let's talk about that next week. Followed by, uh, Alex from, uh, whiskey grenade. The guy who wrote that, uh, wood chipper goes burr song. And then Joshua Smith, the LP nerd um, who is part of the Mises caucus and has a show called, what's it called? Breaking, break the cycle break the cycle. that he just started doing. And then finally we have uh, Iowa ANCAP coming on at the, the first show in April. But beyond that, here's this, here's this wonderful video and we hope to see all of you guys soon. And as always, dear audience, live the life you want to live, how you want to live it. And if anyone tells you any differently, tell them to go to hell. Hey, that shit just stings. My safe word is pineapple juice. Cross your ankles. We gonna take pictures? Swap man, what's my safe word? Bring your ankles up to your butt. That's how far I go. You think I'm in Pilates? Ah! What are you doing? Ooh. Oh, that's cute. Oh, watch your hands, bud. Oh, that's, that's my lighter. It don't work. Don't do drugs, kids. Those are my quarters. You wanna put those in your pocket? That is changed. You know how long it took me to acquire those? Some of those are limited edition. Well, that's my flash drive. Don't look at it unless you want to see Big D. <laughs> that's my wallet. You have no, ooh. And watch your fingers, booty hole man. <laughs> He's strong. Ooh. Every strong man got a sensitive side. You like doing the weird shit? What's your safe word? You gotta untie him. You need help? I'll hold my boot for you. Yeah, you I, I would just let this guy hey, go. Talk, In my car, I got snacks. Ooh. Stand up. You said don't stand up. Stand up. Ooh. Remember what I said? <laughs> pineapple juice <laughs> all oh, right thanks, my shit. thanks again uh perky definitely i had fun so yeah, if you have me come back oh, awesome sure. <laughs> see you guys later